Do we have a party going on in here or what? October 6, 2022. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me if you haven't already. Let's hit that notification bell so you know when I'm going live, dropping new content. We are back here on the TikTok platform as well. Huge shout out to everyone within this community. I really view it as a family. We just continue to grow our message. Very powerful, very important right now. Tonight, we are talking Elon elections and World War III Pretty massive, massive events taking place on the world stage. Let's break it all down tonight. We're going to go into it. First, let's take a look at our cryptocurrency prices, and then we'll get into the current events, folks. Thank you for joining me. God bless you all. Thank you so much. 20,000 is where Bitcoin is hanging out right now. 20K and 1,357. 1,357. I, I feel like I'm having deja vu. Like This thing's just been moving sideways there, hanging in. Uh, especially with Ethereum just hanging at that 1300 XRP at 48 cents, battling that 50 cent level. I love to see XRP hanging out at this much higher price, just to be honest with you guys. Although it would be nice to be accumulating XRP at 25 cents, uh, three for one, that 33 cent level, we like that one too. You know, uh, that's always interesting. But here's the deal with this this space right now, guys. I'm going to show you guys the chart here in one second. Actually, I'll show you right now because I wanted to say this. Look at this chart here. You guys can see this, okay? That yellow line on the chart that I'm showing you right now is my average buy-in on my current Bitcoin short. So that level right there is at a 19,500 is my average buy-in on my Bitcoin short. I've made two entries. So out of the two entries, the average is 19.5, still holding a Bitcoin short. And the point that I wanna make with you guys tonight, not financial advice, please don't follow my trades. This is not in any way signals. Long, uh, for the short-term perspective right here, though, on where this market's moving, the scales are weighed to the downside, short-term. Long-term, yes, I'm right there with all the bulls, everyone that understands the utility, this technology, absolutely. We are going to create generational wealth off of these utility cryptocurrencies that are going to change the financial system. Absolutely, right there with you. Massive bags of those utility cryptocurrencies. Absolutely. But in the meantime, we're going to hedge our bet uh, because we have an incredibly long position, fat bags, utility, cryptocurrencies. In the meantime, I'm hedging my bet with Bitcoin shorts. And yes, I'm short Bitcoin right now because we are going. The, the scales are weighted here to the downside. When you look at all the macro events, when you look at all the economic data to the downside is where we go, in my opinion. But without further ado, let's get on into the current events. But I just want to throw that in there so you guys understand where this market's going. The scales, the scales of justice, right? are about to be reset, are about to be reset. Let's get on into it. Tonight we're talking Elon, elections, World War III. If you like our content, if you appreciate our message, smash that thumbs up, hit the notification bell, and share this message with a friend. Let's get right on into it, guys. Biden, let's, hey, wait, wait, wait. Huge shout out to Joe, huge shout out to Joe. Let's start out with Joe Biden, then I'm gonna show you Zelensky, then we're gonna see what the Kremlin has to say, and then we'll get into what Elon has to say as well. Incredible world stage events taking place. Let's start with the most important, our president, Joe Biden. Moment of silence. Uh, Putin, not joking about tactical nuclear weapons, Armageddon risk at highest level since Cuban Missile Crisis. We are at peak fear. Disclosed TV says, Justin, nuclear Armageddon threat back for the first time since Kennedy in the Cuban Missile Crisis, Biden says at a fundraiser in New York City. So, our president here in the United States of America is warning us. He is sounding the alarm. We got some super chats. Fiji, three spot. Thank you. See you. Okay, if I miss the super chats, I do apologize. I'll try to keep an eye on the chat. We got 300 in the chat already. It's an absolute party. 
8 o'clock here on the West Coast. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, nuclear Armageddon, peak fear. What does Zelensky have to say? Ukraine Zelensky calls on NATO to launch preemptive strikes against Russia to eliminate the possibility of a Russian nuclear strike. So how about that? How about that? Hey, I'm not going to interject my opinion. I'm just going to I'm just going to read you guys the headline. Let's stay focused. Kremlin, Zelensky's comments in address to Australia's Lowy Institute on preventive strikes against Russia are a call to begin a nuclear war. How about that one? So the Kremlin's saying that this is go time. We're about to send it. And uh, wow. I mean, Zelensky and team, whoever else is working with him, supporting him, we know. Um, well, we all support him, right? We're all supposed to be supporting Ukraine and Zelensky and the cabal, I guess. I can't speak on it. I cannot speak on it. I'll tell you guys more in the Rumble session, potentially. But uh, let's see what Elon Musk has to say. Now, the war, mo- uh, the, the uh, complete, complete shill of the military and industrial complex here in the United States. Lindsey Graham says, with all due respect to Elon Musk, and I do respect him, I would suggest he needs to understand the facts of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Elon responds, assuming you believe that the will of the people matters, we should in any given conflict region support the will of those who live there. Most of Ukraine unequivocally wants to be a part of Ukraine, but uh, some eastern portions have Russian majorities and prefer Russia. How about that? The will of the people winning out. I kind of think that's a nice idea. What else does Elon have to say? The Kiev Post says the Elon Musk situation is clearly getting out of hand. And it seems like pride and vanity play a behemoth role in his attempt to pose as an expert on Ukraine. Just stop, Elon. It's okay to admit that you overdid it. Uh, Just stop. Now, Elon Musk chimes in. He says, I'm a big fan of Ukraine but not of World War III. Now, the reason why we're going to talk about Elon Musk tonight is because I think it's a critical moment in time that Elon stepping in on the world stage, playing his role, groomed from a very young age, Elon Musk, absolutely primed for this moment in time. Elon Musk is looking to overtake Twitter a month out from a United States election. Now, what did Elon Musk just say? The will of the people is what is most important. In any given conflict region, support the will of those who live there. How about that? How about that in the United States where the people have said, we're tired of the censorship. Let us speak freely and be adults and have a conversation. I mean, goodness gracious, I'm just now back from TikTok after a week-long ban because people can't handle what we're talking about on this channel. What are you talking? I mean, well, I get it. I I get it. I totally get it. And you know that we go so deep on another level that most people can't even comprehend. So, you know, we got to just keep it very simple right here. And I'd look to not interject too much um, on the deeper level on how far this goes, on calling out the names, the three-letter agencies, and tying it all together. The Rule by Secrecy book behind me, read it 10 years ago, and we've been studying this, this entity, this agenda, this evil for well over a decade. Well over a decade. And to see it come to this moment in time where Elon Musk is about to be taking control of Twitter, this is going to be a complete shakeup. One of the greatest transformations that we've been, uh, that we've gone through in probably a century since the Industrial Revolution. I mean, this technology that we're about to go through with blockchain technology and the people's will winning out through decentralized technology, potentially, 
or are they going to use this technology for more centralization, complete control? We see the two agendas. We see the battle, good versus evil, some may call it. Call it what you want. Call it white hats, Elon versus bad actor, dark hats, whatever you want to call it. Does it matter? Does it matter? Because here, I'm about to show you another post because this is where it gets interesting for me. I'm about to show you two, or sorry, one pool post. Sorry, two pool connections. And people ask, well, who is pool? What does this matter? Why are you sharing this? My point is it doesn't matter who pool is. The, the question is how... Were these connections made so far in advance? How did we know their agenda so far in, in advance? Let's get into it. XRPL NFT shares this tweet with us. First pool warns, uh, warns us months in advance. Then a Russian nuclear submarine disappears in the past 72 hours. Then the US HHS buys up a ton of drugs for nuclear emergencies in the past 48 hours. And now Schwartz has minted a nuclear blast NFT, okay? So it looks like, yeah, Poole did warn us back there in February, okay? Uh, about the government website here to, uh, showing people how to prepare for nuclear attacks. Then it's just reported that a Russian nuclear submarine armed with a doomsday weapon disappears from the Arctic Harbor report. Then we have uh, HHS purchases drug for use in radiological and nuclear emergencies. And then we have uh, David Schwartz minting this uh, NFT here, nuclear blast in the style of Vincent Van Gogh, Joel Katz, David Schwartz, huge shout out, CTO of Ripple, always playing with us, always sending the signals. God bless David. Hey, but check out this one too. We have another interesting connection. The Harris motorcade involved in a crash today. What was said here today? Let me pull this up one second. Kamala Harris, today I'm heading to Lake Mead in Nevada to discuss the climate crisis and why we must uh, make historic investments to not only create jobs, but preserve our planet for generations to come. And then I'm going to show you this next Mr. Pool tweet. Check this out. Wow. That's Lake Mead with an accident right there. And let me show you real quick where this tweet came from. June 27th. Uh, Last year, June 27th, last year was when this tweet was shared with us, okay? Now, that's, that's what I'm talking about is people ask, well, who is Mr. Poole? Why does this matter? I'm not interested in who Mr. Poole is. This matters because how the hell has this account, this entity, this whoever they are, been years in advance warning us of the simulations that we're now going through? Remember what they said? Back in 2020, that 2020 was a test, one of many, and the simulations will continue. And now we have this huge scare, this huge World War III events, Armageddon's being thrown around, all these crazy terms, all massive distractions for no matter what happens, what scenarios play out, 100% financial sacrifice of the middle class and poor of this country. And this is how they are able to get out their agenda and completely succeed in their mission is by wiping out the middle class of America that is independent. The middle class and poor that don't take the government handout. The working class that just figures it out, gets it done, and shows up every single day. I wanted to make a point here that for us, we have no fear, complete faith with massive action. Let me reread that. No fear. 
through all of this that the mainstream media has us listening. We're listening to Zelensky act like a tough guy, little five foot nothing Zelensky over there. Everyone has to support Ukraine. Sleepy, creepy Joe. What is he doing? Massive distractions. It's a joke at best, and it's absolutely sick at worst when you really go on how deep, you know, what's been really been happening. But at best, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke mockery of the American people. But we have no fear. We're not falling for the distractions. We have complete faith, and we're taking massive action during this time right now. And this is why this is so important. This is why you guys are listening to this channel. I just heard someone say, oh, they commented down below. What is this? Uh, You just share tweets and give your hot take? Like, yeah, man, people want to understand what's happening and why it matters. And then what do we do about it? Which show me another content creator that takes a Q&A session every single time they come on a live session for at least 15 minutes plus. Show me one other creator that does that every single time they put out a piece of content. Most Most of them ain't the real deal and they've been faking it. Fake it till you make it is the motto of most of these fools out here. Not on this program, not on this channel. Make sure you smash that thumbs up and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of this content when we're going live. Jesus is king. Thank you for the super chat. The first will be the last. Last will be the first. Yeah. See, this is the thing. The United States is about to be the last as far as the energy crisis, food crisis, all the situations hitting us. It's already breaking down. But as I've been saying, we're still enjoying the show. We still control on YouTube, make stupid little contents uh, stupid little comments while the rest of the world is trying to figure out how do I get clean water? How do I feed my family? How do I heat my house? Am I going to have to sign up for the war? So it gives you a little bit of perspective. Maybe I should get my shit together and stop playing around. This is the program for the United States. Complete depletion of our strategic oil reserves. Lauren Boston, the fiat world is worried. I like that name. Lauren, thank you. The U.S. Strategic Oil Reserve has only 23 days of supply left, withdrawals over the last few months being reckless. What if the U.S. truly faces a crisis? And then on the back of that, Saudi Arabia raises oil prices for the U.S. market while lowering them for Europe. Now, the key part about this, guys, is that our allies have turned against us. Money talks, bullshit walks, Go woke, stay broke. They don't give a shit about the Green New Deal. What a joke. They are laughing. Saudi Arabia, OPEC plus, as they cut production, raise prices on us Americans, lower them from Europe, which I I like to see that good relief for Europe. I wonder what Europe's paying with because what are they doing now? They're doing deals outside of the U.S. reserve currency. Folks, it's coming back here to America. You better believe it. Let's take a look here. See, from Lance Lambert, this sums it up perfectly right here. What's about to occur. The Fed, in my view, is pretty much saying, number one, a sharp home price correction is possible. Number two, a sharp home price correction wouldn't cause an 08 foreclosure wave financial uh, collapse. That's what they're saying. Number three, they don't care if home prices fall. That's the key point. They don't care if home prices fall, and they don't care if this U.S. stock market gets absolutely smacked and cleaned out. They don't care. 
from Wall Street Silver, wealth destruction to continue. Excuse me. The combined value of the stock market and housing market is 319% of GDP. The median since 1970 has been 200%. This implies stock and housing market has another 40% to fall to get back to norm. Without cheap capital, we go even lower. Now, he is sharing this chart here from Nick Gurley. And I want to give a huge shout out to Nick Gurley. He is the gentleman. I was, I was forgetting his name in my other live stream. Everyone should go check out his YouTube channel. He's the CEO and founder of Reventure Consulting, the number one real estate channel on YouTube with over 3 million monthly views. And I am subscribed to Nick and I do appreciate his content. I've been following all of his videos on the real estate data. Really great content, fire content when it comes to the real estate updates. But guys, let's go back here, take a look. Another 40% in the stock in the housing market. And, and the Fed doesn't care. The Fed does not care. They are ready to sacrifice the middle class and poor. They want to sacrifice the middle class and poor. See, many people wonder, well, how could they be this stupid? They're not stupid, guys. This is the agenda. We gotta be careful. And when we talk about this agenda, when we completely expose it all. But no, this is the plan to get rid of the middle class poor, roll out their agenda, their order, the changing world order that we're experiencing, the battle underway. Who's going to be the victor? Comment down below. Let me know who you think. Does good win? Does evil triumph? Let me know down below. Speaking of evil, let's talk about Gary Ginsler. This is absolute hilarious and it's actually mockery to the American people as well, looking to grow your small business. You'll need to raise money to do that. And our office of the advocate for small business capital formation at the SEC has tools and information to help you just do that. Well, first off, I'm here to say that you don't need capital to start your business. No, you do not. You need a commitment and you need to start taking massive action. You can get it done. Without a dollar to your name, you can start your business. I know because I've done it. Okay. And you can too. But <laughs> let's take a look at how what library had to say to Gary Gensler. Library case, you guys already know the deal. We're still waiting on the library SEC ruling for their summary judgment. But what does library has to respond here? Hi, Gary, do you have any information on how a small business might legally launch a public blockchain? That's right, Gary. We are still waiting. We are still waiting. We would love you to figure this out. Give us clarity. And we know it's all part of the plan. We know it's all part of allowing the elite, allowing the old guard, the old world order to make it. Hey, guys, come along. Oh, by the way, here's the, the people that you want to partner up with. Their name's Ripple. There's a guy running the company named Brad Garlinghouse. Great guy. He'll help you. His team's incredible. They'll hold your hand. And if you want to learn about blockchain technology, go listen to me talk about it at MIT. I'm a real good guy. You know, this is Gary Gensler, right? And just another actor on the world stage playing his part. We've positioned ourselves absolutely perfectly. So as long as they want to stall out the SEC Ripple versus lawsuit, that SEC versus library case, go ahead. We just continue to accumulate, pack our bags, and we're prepared for the takeoff that is about to occur. Now, Mr. I says we are taking down the SEC. Huge shout to Mr. Intuitive. And I want to say that, yes, we're not only taking down the SEC, we're taking down this old world order, this uh, cabal. If you know, you know. Now, for many people, you're just getting tapped into how evil these people are. And it's being completely exposed just in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. I'm not even talking about the crazy stuff, man. This is just on pure government corruption, pay-to-play, monopoly, mafia-ran government. In the United States, 
We're here to fix it all. We're here to take it down. Absolutely, Mr. I. On this show and others, you already know the deal. We're going to be calling it out the whole way through. Huge shout out to the XRP Army for standing up, not only for XRP, the whole crypto community space, but the XRP community is tapped in on a different level for sure. So our time is coming. Digital Asset Investor, huge shout out. What if Ripple SEC settlement involves XRP escrow agreement overseen by the Treasury? Gary leaves the SEC for the Treasury after settlement. What if? Great question. And the rumors on the street is that Gary Gensler is looking to position himself to take over the Treasury Department. He's looking for that spot at the Treasury. He's going to leave the SEC. Uh, That's the rumor word on the street in the D.C. situation. But what have we seen? We've seen Ripple have multiple members of the Treasury Department leave Ripple to go to the Treasury or leave Treasury to come to Ripple, right? So many ties to the White Houses of the last five administrations, literally. Every single administration for the last five years, we have connections. Two lawyers, they were formerly the director of enforcement at the SEC. And what was, I forget what her name was, Mary Jo White. I forget what position she held at the SEC, but top SEC officials representing Ripple in the SEC versus uh, Ripple lawsuit. How the hell is that possible? Right? How is it possible that they are able to get so many connections to all these presidents, all these White House administrations? Every single bank and institution that matters has sat down at the table at the bare minimum. Whether they've partnered up with Ripple, whether they've adopted XRP, they've sat down at the table. And that tells you something versus 99% of the cryptocurrencies in this space that couldn't get these institutions to pick up the phone. This is what we're here for. DII says, you know, this this agreement uh, being overseen by the Treasury Department, this is the big what if in this Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. Is there going to be a deal done with Ripple and our Treasury or Fed? We know that Trump shake things up. He kind of moved the Federal Reserve within the jurisdiction of the Treasury Department, made the Fed less of an independent organization, which now you're seeing that, right? Now you're seeing that. What we're witnessing right now, I want to make this point, is that the Fed pivot is the only way we chill until the election. Understand that. The reason why we just pumped up to 20K for Bitcoin, um, stocks are still falling off, but The reason why we're still hanging in there for right now is because, one, they're dumping that strategic strategic petroleum reserve. We showed you guys that. That's one way that they're keeping things up, okay? The Federal Reserve is basically just sticking to the plan, and now they're kind of throwing out the rumor that they're going to reverse, that they're going to pivot. And just the rumor alone is getting the market to kind of hang in there. After this election cycle, though, anything, I mean, it's all fair game for them to just let this thing go. So the only way that we chill until the election is if they pivot or if they get the market to think they're going to pivot between now and that election cycle. After that election, they're going to let this thing go. They're absolutely going to let this thing go. Because like I've showed you guys, they don't care. The the plan is to wipe us out. It's not that they're going to say, oh, shoot. We really messed up. We pumped, we inflated. Our balance sheet went to $9 trillion. It doubled over the last two years from about $4 trillion to over $9 trillion for the Fed balance sheet. We injected over 20, it was like a third of the money supply of the US dollar got injected over the last two years. 
And now we're going to start to raise interest rates way too quickly, completely imploding the markets and the debt markets are completely imploding right now from the biggest corporations to uh, pension funds going bust to governments not being able to service their debt. And it's not, uh, oh, darn, we, we kind of missed it on this one. No, guys, this is the plan. They're not stupid. They're not, this is the plan the whole time. My speculation and my theory is that, yes, they have done a deal with Ripple, that there is some sort of deal with Ripple. I don't know about a buyback deal, but I do believe that they're going to get some of that escrow, that they've worked out, hey, we, we believe that this could be a good reserve currency to have on our balance sheet. We could actually make sure that our CBDC is interoperable with the XRP ledger. Like, not even necessarily that it's going to be built on the XRP ledger, but just so that it has interoperability. We see the importance. We see the role that you guys are building right here for wholesale payments. We're going to build our retail CBDC, right? But then we don't want to lose our... This is the only... Because this is the only way that we don't lose our status when it comes to the world... When, when it comes to the trade wars that are basically breaking down. You guys are seeing that our allies are... Saudi Arabia was our allies, but now they're raising gas prices for Americans, dropping them from Europe which, you know, thankfully Europe's finally getting some relief, I guess. Hopefully Europe, hopefully you guys are prepared over there, right? It's going to be an interesting situation over this winter. But in my opinion, this is the only way that the uh, Western financial world, the Federal Reserve and such entities are able to maintain that, that power that they had up until now. That's the only way that they can do this is to garner some sort of deal with Ripple for that escrow account, some. Do they need all of it? No. 10, 10 billion to the United States Treasury Department, I think would do us well. See, as an American, I'm hoping for that. I want that to be done. That would be good for us. We got to clean up this whole system, $30 trillion in debt, hundreds of trillions of dollars of unfunded government liabilities. We got to figure this thing out. The US government, paper fiat currency, we got to reset it. We got to revalue it. We got to restructure it. Let's talk about what we can do, what, what we can use to actually reset our currency, reset our whole economy. That's going to be precious metals like gold, and it's going to be assets, digital uh, commodities like XRP. Continuing on, how's your program working out for Binance, BNB chain? Due to irregular activity, we're temporarily pausing BSC. We apologize for the inconvenience and we'll provide further updates here. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Fubar on Twitter says, somebody on BNB just got hacked for 2 million BNB, 600 million US dollars. The attacker is spewing funds across liquidity pools and utilizing every bridge they can to get, safer to, get to safer chains. Complete chaos on the chain, okay? So they have stolen over 600 million US dollars worth of BNB. One of the largest hacks in cryptocurrency history, further justification for regulatory clarity for rules for cryptocurrency. BitBoy Crypto, I saw that he tweeted out tonight that this is going to be an opportunity for Sam Bankman-Fried to push the, basically the rules that Sam Bankman-Fried and that kind of uh, alliance is forming, I guess I'll call it that, which is basically BitBoy Crypto is saying that Sam Bankman-Fried, the owner and founder of FTX Exchange, 
and he's the, he's basically invested in like the whole crypto space basically um basically one of the key pillars within the cryptocurrency space that's been built up until now sam bankman fried and everything that he's been doing he's basically saying that sam bankman fried is going to be in favor of these bit licenses that is going to basically you're only going to be able to run a cryptocurrency exchange and do the deals if you get certain licensing and it's going to be kind of a pay-to-play corrupt sort of deal it's basically what bitboy's saying in simple terms right um nonetheless this opportunity this hack once again gives us a chance to say how's your program working out not that we want to see people lose money which is why we talk about you know getting yourself some cold storage making sure that your cryptocurrency is secure that you have your keys right the we don't trust any of these exchanges but we got to take this opportunity to say how's your program working out how is the binance smart chain working out they have to shut down the whole network because we have one of the biggest hacks in cryptocurrency space taking place and i hope that they're able to figure it out i hope that we get this done but this just shows that we do got to figure this out we got to get the regulation set and a lot of these cryptocurrency programs as you're seeing not a program that I'm looking to invest in, not financial advice, but that's just me being kind, being friendly. Now, Stefan Huber says, I think the crazylibrary.com, that's the library token, right? SEC versus library. The delay is a very good sign that the judge must have some serious doubts on the SEC government arguments. Library says, so maybe justice delayed is justice after all. Yeah, I think that it is a good sign as well. If it was a clear-cut case, the ruling would have already been made. It's They're already late, the judge, in the SEC versus library final uh, summary judgment ruling. That's what it is. They're late. They've missed their deadline. Why would they have missed their deadline unless something's in the works? Unless the SEC says, hey, judge, let's can you kind of... Pull, you know, they pull his coat, say, uh, give us a little bit of time here. We, we, we got to crash things first. Can you let us crash the markets first before we roll out cryptocurrency regulations? That's our plan. That's our plan. Stall this thing out a little bit for us. Okay. Because why, why the hell else would they not, you know, have already ruled on that? Okay. Just like the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit coming to major, major points within that case. Quick case update. I don't have the article here. Huge shout out to James Flan, all the lawyers that are covering this for us. But James Flan shared that, yes, the SEC has opposed the amicus briefs from Tapjet and I remit. The SEC doesn't want anyone bringing forth more evidence against the case that they're making. They're trying to say that it's interjecting, um, you know, basically evidence late into the discovery period. They just don't want anyone else showing that there is true utility outside of Ripple, that Ripple does not control XRP, that people just want to use the open permissionless decentralized ledger that actually works, no downtime in 10 years, completely flawless from a function uh, scalability standpoint, figured out payments first, the smart contracts utilities coming in, you already know what the deal is. We are so excited for this. Now, check this out. Uh, XRP Darren Fame 21 more on Twitter shared this once again. This is something that came out months ago, but it's a great reminder that XRP is Sharia compliant. This is so important. We were just talking about how Saudi Arabia raising oil prices on America, dropping them from Europe, and now we see that uh, XRP is Sharia compliant. This is going to further allow adoption in that Middle East region. This is so important. And if you look on down here below, uh, this person says, 
uh, this is a quote from this report, quote, XRP is the native token and is tended to act as a bridge between hard to match fiat currencies. As such, the XRP token has a Sharia compliant utility and can be deemed uh, Sharia compliant. This is ready to be the bridge currency for the whole damn world. Doesn't matter what God you believe in. Doesn't matter what race, religion, sex, creed, color, whatever. It doesn't matter. It works. Like I said at the beginning of the show. Money talks, bullshit walks. People don't care. Does the program work out? Does the deal get done? Can you help my business? That's all people care about at the end of the day. And especially as we are getting completely wiped out by a financial tsunami, complete collapse. Okay, so that was an important reminder. We also need to do a reminder on the XRP ledger transactions can now be initiated offline. Not even a blackout can pause the XRP ledger. This is shared once again by Jack the Rippler. This is an oldie but a goodie, and we need to remind everyone as we talk about Elon elections, World War III, scare events, simulations will continue. Let's see how the XRP ledger is ready to function. Check this out. So uh, let me move here, let me move there, and then you guys can see this article right here. So XRP Labs is showing XPOP proof of payments as presented by Richard at the Apex Development Summit, and this was back in October, at the beginning of October. Um, and XPOP generates an animated QR containing everything needed for offline XRP Ledger transaction proof, vending, casinos, etc. So offline utility for the XRP ledger is here. So I wanted to say, what assets, what currencies, what do you have? What resources, what essentials do you have for blackout barter? That's what I'm going to call it. When the lights go out, when the systems go down, when the banks aren't working, you know, all the time my bank app doesn't work. When I'm trying to go see where my balance is, move some money around, half the, you know, half the time it's not even working. And now we see here that they've prepared XRP for everything, including offline exchange. And what do you got for blackout barter? Because whether the lights go off for 10 days, whether we are without internet for five, as you're seeing, Elon Musk, another key point, bringing it back to Elon, is beaming down internet from low earth orbit, low earth space. Um, I, maybe he's at the top of the dome. I don't know exactly where Elon's satellites are at, but apparently they're shooting down the internet down to the earth there. And he's turning on the internet for Ukraine, for Iran. And I love to see that, man. This is incredible. This technology beaming down the internet, tapping in the whole world to this financial system, gonna bring so many people on and it's gonna create that level playing field across the world. All that we want to see is that these systems are used for good and that they don't use this for complete centralization, complete control. But nonetheless, we're seeing the XRP ledger getting the deal completely open source, permissionless, decentralized, and offline barter, ready to roll, proof of payments. And uh, the beta, I think, is already out for the public. Um, and I'm not sure if this is completely already live or not. But what I was going to say is that I'm going to be doing... I want to do a deep dive on the recent developments for the XRP ledger because not only have we had the NFT updates, there was another smart contracts amendment. Uh, we see here proof of payments. And so it's not only, I, I need to go back and watch. I will probably be going to the next developer summit, the Apex Development Summit that um, is basically put on for the XRP community every year in uh, Vegas. I'm gonna be going to that next year for sure. But I wanna do a deep dive covering all the recent developments on the XRP ledger. And then what some of these other, you know, 
companies, projects, XRP labs right here is basically just a group of developers building on top of the XRP ledger have nothing to do with Ripple. Beautiful thing to see. But we need to do a deep dive on that. So I'm, I'm hoping over the next month or so, very busy right now, and you guys know I'm trying to pump out the most uh, up-to-date current events, relevant content. But when I get a chance, I think it's going to be important to do a deep dive on the development for the XRP ledger. But that will be coming, okay? So let's also take a look here, wrap this up. Let's talk about XRP potential. It is, as Crypto Rand says right here, is XRP loading a moonshot to make everyone cry? I don't know. It's going to do something that makes the rest of the space look absolutely silly. And I do believe that XRP holders are going to be crying tears of joy, as well as also not knowing what to do, trying to offload your little exit strategy. It's going to be complete chaos. And then the XRP haters are going to be running us down in the streets. They're going to be so mad at us when we're proven right about this thing um and then once again they'll be struggling too because all of the xrp haters they all have that little xrp moon bag of course they have a little xrp moon bag but they're gonna sell off at five bucks because xrp is only used by ripple to create uh to basically make the founders rich that's what some, what some tiktok kid said uh well actually he's actually an older guy he's older than me some TikTok guy, he tagged me in some BS post that he made about suggesting, literally speaking as if it was financial advice, saying that it, you would be better off to go get a college degree versus investing in XRP. Shit, how stupid that is. To be so bold too. You know, and these guys, they want to hate on us because we have conviction in what we invest in. We know what we hold. We've done decades of research. Our... You know, and they want to hate on us because we speak with conviction about this thing. But then they go and they make the most ridiculous claims. The XRP is only used by Ripple to make the founders rich. That's what he said. And then he proceeds to say that you should get a college degree versus invest in XRP, which I'm not here to knock the college degree. Absolutely. Depending on what degree you're getting, it's important. Uh, but you can also figure it out. You can also run real businesses like I do. Well, this creator I know was doing pay-to-play, paid promotion. And if you're shilling, you're broke. If you're shilling, you don't got a real business. See, it's one thing to have little affiliates. Oh, go, you go. I got affiliates in the link down below. You want to get a wallet? You want to use my exchange? Affiliates? Cool. That's the only business these guys have ever ran. These guys are not legit. They're not real. They're fake. And they can run their little mouse on TikTok and act like they are real estate investors. He's always talking like he's some big real estate guy. Like, bro, if you're some big hitter, why are you taking money from shit coins? Because you're broke. And then you want to tell me that we... It's ridiculous that we're invested and have so much conviction into something that we've been researching here for years. We have more connections than you can even remember. And you want to shill us a college degree versus investing in the reserve currency of the new financial system that's going to be a bridge asset to the whole internet of value? Ready to settle trillions of dollars per day while all you do is shill Cardano and shit coins? And fake flex real estate deals? And take pennies to shill shit coins? This is what I'm up against. And so I'm sorry I get fired up about it. 
But you guys can, I'm real. I run real, but I don't do this shit. These guys are a joke, all of them. And I've called them all out. I went live with all of them. I played nice with all of them. But as soon as I said, no, that's enough. When you scam your, your audience, when you scam your Discord community, when you're part of the largest rug pull of 2021, $2.6 million. Sorry, Crypto Knights, I have to call you out on that. Sorry, guys. Um, you got paid six figures to promote it. That's not going to fly, guys. We can't do that. To the, This is a community that we're trying to build. We're trying to help people actually make it. Trying to take a deep breath. Hey, huge shout to everyone. Let's take a sip of an adult beverage or something cold. Let's take a moment to take a deep breath, relax, and understand that we've positioned ourselves perfectly. So with or without them, we got... See, this is the thing. These guys, it's so funny. They think that we are just sitting on 500 XRP and hoping and praying that we create generational wealth. They, they, now, are there... XRP influencers popping out of the woodworks that are saying ridiculous things that are saying that oh, you only need 100 XRP for generational wealth and the XRP is absolutely going to 500 bucks this November when ISO turns on. Yeah, those aren't the real players. You guys know who the real ones are. There's a, there's a few. There's, there's, there's a decent amount in the XRP community that are real players that have done real deals. They aren't on that bullshit. But it just amazes me to hear these guys, what they have to say to us. And it's so ridiculous. No, we're running real businesses, real cash flow. In the meantime, we are already creating generational wealth, building assets that are indestructible. We'll do, be doing just fine during a recession. Revenue's hitting all-time high during a recession. How's that possible? While you guys are going into hiding because you're seeing the SEC go after Kim Kardashian and you guys are thinking, oh shit, they might actually come for us. We didn't make millions of dollars, but we made us a little cute bag, got us a little cute chain, rented a couple little girlfriends in one little Lambo. Sorry, I just have too much fun calling these guys out on their BS. Let's take a sip of the adult beverage and relax and chill. And I see we got massive super chats coming through too. Huge shout out to the community. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.